Burning Warning, Bridalcum Wainowl Production, Dunnany Towers, I Chance of Non Euclidean Topography. Please ready your weaponry and await for for instructions. I. <laughs> Welcome to Discovering SCP, the only podcast that has me, Tanhany. I can't hear you. You're cutting out for me a lot, Tanhony. You ruined that. You went to say, and me, Darnell. And me, Darnell. And what is this podcast called, Darnell? Discovering Darnell. No, it's not. It's called Discovering SCP. Now I've got to kill you. Oh, no. Don't do it. Oh, actually, by the way, I hope you don't mind, Tan, but uh, uh, Cactus came up to me and asked me to sign, co-sign a loan for him. He said it shouldn't be any problem. Okay, yeah, yeah so, that sounds uh, good to me. Okay, so Let's I can keep... put your name on it, too. We're good? Oh, well, uh, yeah, whatever. Okay, cool. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Well, Darnell. Yes. Welcome to Tanhany Towers. We're back for another week. Another week of SCP. Last time we checked out the deer, we checked out Bobble the Clown, we checked out a Laugh is Fun guy. And, and then ch- Josie the Halfcat. Josie the Halfcat. Which I still don't get why everyone likes. I know I'm going to get like crucified in the community, but I, I just don't get it. Cat funny. Cat funny. It's a household animal and it's cute. <laughs> it's half a household how animal. How, how, how it's a whole animal. Are... <laughs> How's Shadow OBS doing? Are we uh, recording all right volume wise? Uh, yes. Awesome. Usually we wouldn't do this during the podcast, but you get a well. You have to edit it out now. A peek behind the curtain. Yeah, sure, I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how many SCPs do you have for we us have, today? Count, count them. One SCP. Oh, that's not so bad. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not so bad at all. So I think I, I've given enough <laughs> hints, sort of everywhere for people in the know. That we all know, well, everyone but Nant down knows what this SCP is going to be. I don't think anyone is in the know. There was a single person on the server who said they knew, but they didn't say yeah, what everyone, it was. We're all in Not the know. Not even a spoiler, so I think they're just, like, lying. No, they fanned me. They told me what it was. They knew. Oh. They did? Yeah. So. It's SCP-1730. What? We're going back to Series 2? Yeah, because I don't give a fuck anymore. Oh, you can't curse on YouTube, dude. I can do whatever there. This looks like it was made Shit by I Cactus because it's really it's, high effort. It's by DJ check. Cactus. <laughs> yeah, I knew it! He's and the it's, only one that put this much effort into the presentation. And it's called What Happened to Site 13? Oh, wow, a lot of people have edited this. Yeah. What, is Site 13 famous from something else like Site 19, or is this just like more self contained? Well, let's find out what happened to Site 13. What do you think happened to oh, it? I don't know, but I see there's a lot of links. Yeah, that's why there's one episode. <laughs> Alright. This is the marathon episode. This very well may be a two parter or even a three parter, I don't know. I may cry if that's the case. We're gonna be in Site 13 land for a while. Wait a minute, hold on. This is a cactus SCP, but it says it's in Texas? And not Iowa? I thought it was Indiana, where his was. Or Indiana? Well maybe <laughs> maybe something happens in Indiana. No. So, um... Alright, so we see a picture here to start. It says, Main Office of SCP-1730. Primary access to basement levels is below this structure. And it looks like a standard building in the middle of a desert. Well, let's get into it from the start, then. So, yeah. item number... Oh, and this has been neutralized. Yeah, well, I was going to... SCP-1730, level 3 confidential, oh. pandemic class neutralized. Sorry! You're so excited. I'm such a brainlet. It's not can... even funny. So, special containment procedures. 
a circular pyramid. So we're gonna have to do a lot of popcorn in case, just so just so you know what you're signing up for. I I accepted that when I saw how many links there were. Special containment procedures. A circular perimeter has been established two kilometers from SCP-1730. A quarantine zone has been established one kilometer from SCP-1730. Personnel who are to enter the SCP must first undergo Class 7 hazardous contact preparation measures, including, he did. He did the Roman numeral, right? including the application of a modified Maxwell Harden hazardous material reinforced airtight suit. Is that a real thing? Probably not. The application of these protective measures may only take place at the provisional Site-23 quarantine main gate. Individuals attempting to exit the quarantined area must first submit to thorough decontamination protocols as administered by the quarantine security staff. Individuals failing to meet the quarantine extraction parameters will be held for further decontamination, or in the event decontamination becomes unfeasible, termination. So, containment update blank blank blank. Dangerous biological and cognitive hazardous entities have resulted in high casualties of security rescue teams. Mobile Task Force Zeta-9, Mole Rats, has been assigned to all current exploration efforts. Alright, so we have an idea already that whatever this is may involve underground or caves. So, so got something going on. Containment update blank blank blank. Due to the events detailed in Exploration Log 7, all future exploration of the SCP has been suspended indefinitely, pending overseer approval. That's 05 approval needed for that. Yeah, that's the same shit you need for Cassie, so yeah. you know it's serious yeah. business. Yeah, it kind of undercuts that a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so either it's horrible or Cassie's in there. Yeah. Containment update 0201 2016. Due to information gathered by Foundation surveillance teams, exploration and recovery efforts into Site 13 are no longer indefinitely suspended. Details will be available on a need to know basis. Assigned mobile task force units will be alerted by the superior officers. Containment update 05-15-2017. Mobile task forces Apollo 3, Game Wardens, and Tau 5, Samsara, are activated and assigned to exploration of SCP-1730. See addendum 8 for details. It says, oh yeah, point A, I see. So there's a lot of task forces on this. Hmm. And containment... SCP must have a ton of employees. They They're do, always yeah. hiring. It's an absurd amount. All the time. I don't know how they keep it a secret organization when they have, like, thousands of employees. So, containment update 06-22-2017. Due to the events hmm. detailed in Addendum 9, SCP-1730 has been reclassified as neutralized. Additional research efforts are ongoing. Debriefing reports will become available as they're declassified. File serve notice. The following is the SCP-1730 data file as it appeared before its reclassification is neutralized. Some inconsistencies may persist. Wow, so we finally beat the special containment procedures. We We've defeated it, and we're only... How many minutes in? We are... A, a number of them. Six minutes in, so we've been a bit dramatic, I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, description. SCP-1730 is a large complex of structures 15 kilometers northwest of the U.S.-Mexico border within Big Bend Ranch State Park that was discovered on June 5th, um, I guess... 1022. Uh, I assume not. I assume it's 2000 something. Due to the yeah, they just started, they waited a thousand years to experiment, just in case. Due to the isolated nature of the complex and the low survival rate of individuals who come in contact with it, it's possible that SCP 1713 had been previously undiscovered but unreported. Oh? The SCP because like I guess if so, so that means maybe they sent a team and they just never heard back, like those guys in Yu Gi Oh who went to get Millennium items. <laughs> It's the Pyramid of Light! It's a cave-in! It's a lost tomb of Anubis! 
So there's uh, very little to do. And that was a good segue, but <laughs> I don't know where we are now. We're so, in, is in a severe state yeah. of disrepair, right? Uh, no. no SCP-1730 bears identifying markings and contains documents to support the claim that SCP-1730 was at one point Foundation Site 13, originally located near Nome, Alaska. This conflicts with current records, which show that Site 13 was a project that, while intended to be constructed in Nome, was scrapped for the larger and more advanced Site 19 and never completed. Oh, so it's related to the peanut facility. Yeah, so there's a site here. We never built it, but the site says we did. This was going to be peanut cell plus. Yeah. They were and it's nowhere near where it was supposed to be built either. So flora <laughs> located on site had been traced back to those native to the Alaskan region. How the SCP came to be its current location is unknown. The SCP is in a severe state of disrepair and appears to have been left abandoned for an extended period of time. The site power generators continue to operate in a damaged state despite a number of fuel leaks and fires throughout the facility. This has resulted in intermittent power failures throughout the site, hindering exploration and rescue efforts. Oh, this sounds like where I live. Just power's always going out. Yeah, and there's always rescue efforts going on. Yeah. I wonder if there's any actual SCPs in here or not. The origin of the SCP is unknown, as is the nature of many of the anomalous entities contained within. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it is confirmed that the 2nd through 15th... Let me check the footnote here. While records indicate that these floors were utilized for containment of entities, it is uncertain how far down the facility actually extends. Oh, it's super robot for you right now. Oh, we're in the robo-zone. Watch out, everyone. Darnell? Oh, no. No. Hello? Hello? Hi. Okay, way better. So, that was just us in the horror zone there. Yeah, sorry so, about that. You, know, you get lost in Tanhony Tower, even when you've been here a while. And you know, those guards outside keep shouting and blasting cannons at us. I have to send our pet after them. So, that's a creature? It exists. Okay, so it is confirmed that the 2nd through 15th basement levels were utilized for entity containment, though the state of that containment has deteriorated significantly. Uh-oh. It is believed Ugh. that a contingent of human survivors exists somewhere deep in the lower basement levels of the facility. Oh god, imagine being trapped in that fucking place. <laughs> Literally the plot of every horror game, trapped in an <laughs> SCP facility. Just peanuts wandering around, waiting for you. Messages written in English have been discovered throughout the site, consisting of warnings such as danger and death here, and other messages such as not my body and bleed. A recurring mm. message, what happened to Site 13, has been found in several different locations in the basements. If only they had made it long enough to get to this article, they would have found out. Yeah. Several logs of data have been collected by the remaining functional site terminals, the relevant data of which is contained in the addendums below. Worth noting is that inconsistencies exist between the logs and what has been determined for exploration, including site layout, staff makeup, and contained anomalies. Alright, so we've got addendum one of many. One of them, like a billion. Oh, this one's not too bad. Maybe yeah, they'll I'll, all be like I'll this. I'll popcorn this over to you for a... Alright. Blank, blank, blank. Team, Charlie Yukon. Assignment, Site 13 Recovery. Lead, CY1. Begin log. We found it. Watched it kill Daly earlier. Crawled right into his mouth, and next thing you know, Daly's got blood leaking out of his ears. Puking it up, shitting it out, everywhere. Blood looked funny, too. Too dark. It was running out of his hair, like through the follicles. His hair fell up right out with it. Out right with it, sorry. When, once it was over, the thing that crawled inside him crawled back out with a buddy. One of them, can't say which, drinks up all this blood like a leech. 
The other one crawls back inside Daly and he stands up, turns around, starts coming at us. I can see that thing inside him when he opens his mouth, so I put a bullet in his face. Then another. We emptied our magazines into him. He didn't get up after that. We're not going to be too much longer, though. Found another one of those messages down here. You know, cognito hazard expunged. Just a matter of time before it starts. We strapped some C4 to it and blew the wall, and I think it's pretty illegible at this point, but it doesn't matter. Jones already went quiet like the others. We shoved him down in the elevator shaft earlier. Didn't hear the body hit the ground. So that implies that there are messages they need to destroy because they have some sort of power. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I think I just heard them start up Thresher. Wish we would have known about that sooner. Oh, well. Close file. Very strange, very strange message they found in that terminal. Yeah, next we have an automated message. Uh, do you want me to do this one as well? I'll, we'll swap for each log for right now, I think. Oh, actually, yeah, I'll do this one because we've got some scripts up ahead. Sure, deal. So the following message was recovered from the SCP's emergency warning system. Logs on file indicates it was transmitted moments prior to a major electrical disturbance and three minutes before an explosion within the site power relay. General notice, Site 13 has experienced a gross breach of containment systems. Cognito hazard expunged has breached containment during testing. On-site nuclear device is non-responsive. Fresher protocol has been activated. Life support systems online. Electrical systems offline. Fire control systems offline. Flood control systems offline. Reactor status critical. Euclid class containment status critical. Keta class containment status compromised. So this is interesting. So first off, uh, I gather that the theme, although I don't know, of the last episode was going to be they were all Site 13 SCPs. Um, and uh, but other thing I've noticed is so far this has a very horror video game feel. But Cactus is a very clever guy, and I wonder if he's trying to intentionally make us feel like that um, to like kind of sort of psych us out or go somewhere interesting with it, or if that's more his idea for the atmosphere is to make this feel very horror slash horror game esque. Mm. Uh, this even going make as far as like all the. Yeah, even going as far as, like, I could totally see a player in a game going up to a computer and you see these and you have to turn them on or off yeah. and fix the containment status. Pick <laughs> up the Bioshock feels... audio log. I'm headed out yeah. for New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm imagining. Very Bioshock-esque. Very, maybe amnesia. So, next we have some exploration log transcripts, I see. Yeah, from Mobile Task Force uh, D12. Oh, Mud God, Slingers. it's one of those ones where there's, like, eight characters. <laughs> okay. Can we just go and forth regardless of what character's what because otherwise we're never going to okay. get through this subject oh seven. wait hold on. there's a list of all the team members i like yeah, one to five <laughs> all right there's one through five plus the captain plus the recon so how about i'd be one two three you'd be four five and cap and then four five and cap is me. okay okay so initial exploration video log transcript exploration team mobile task force d12 mudslingers Subject, SCP-1730. Team lead, D-12 cap. Team members, D-12, 1 through 5. Wait, which ones am I on? You are 4, 5, and cap. Okay. Beep. Record is on. Everybody check your mics. Check. 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 Oh, wait. Oh, wait. You're free. Check, check. And check makes 5. Right. Command, yours clear. It's you. Wait, that is... Roger that, team lead. Alright, keep weapons locked. No idea what we're going to see in there. Yep, we're set. Let's move in. Those doors. Team moves into main SCP structure through front doors. Doors found to be unlocked. Keep your eyes open. Dark in here. Switching lights. Good call. Team switches on shoulder-mounted lights. 
Uh, something's written on the wall over here. Yeah, here too. What you got? Get below and don't look at the walls next to it. A little late for that. I love that. Don't look at the walls written on the walls. <laughs> what about you two? What did we do? Well, he's, right, he's reading that off the wall, but... <laughs> yeah, that's that's what he's reading. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> you sounded like he felt guilty. Sorry, he's reading... I should have said that in a way he's reading it. So, uh, what did we do? You see that command? Yeah. All right, let's move out. Pause. Service elevator over there. Five, check it out as power. Yep, this will work. Let's see how far it'll take us then. Team enters service elevator. Video indicates lit control panel with various floor buttons. D12 cap hits button labeled B3. And away we go! Elevator descends briefly. I would never get in a fucking elevator. Are you crazy? <laughs> I would never get in the, yeah, in the SCP world because you know it's going to stop midway and fucking Peanut's going to climb inside. Please, I need to get to the office. <laughs> Elevator descends briefly, stops upon reaching the third basement level. Door opens to reveal a dark hallway. A single light is on a, on a at a bend in the hall, roughly 50 meters from the elevator. Oh my god, they said electrical systems are off, right? Yeah. I just realized when the power goes out is a terrible time to face Peanut. That's when he's strongest. Because you can't... Is it just... Do you have to literally be looking at him, or do you have to see him for I the effect I think you have to see him. Yeah, so with the power flickering on and off, it's so dangerous. Okay, let's clear this level first, then we can go from there. Then we can get to Wild Wild Wagons. <laughs> Yeehaw, partner! Can't wait to go to Wild Wild Wagons. I was trying to think of a Mario level, but I couldn't think of one, so I made one up. <laughs> wild Wild Wagons. <laughs> I think you were thinking of Wild West World, which yeah. is not an original name, but that's the Mario map. One and Frey take that hallway there. Myself and four can check the rooms in this hallway. Two and five stay here. Make sure our elevator sticks around. Team splits up. D12-1 and D12-3 move towards the light at the end of the hallway. D12-Cap begins checking rooms on the left side of the hallway. D12-4 checks the right side. Rooms are filthy. What is this? Yeah, I see it too. Is it mud? Feels like it. Some kind of sludge. Smells metallic. Pulls test tube from belt. I'll send this back up, Psych Command. Let you guys book around in it. Acknowledged. Try and keep out of it as much as you can until we figure out what it is. Sure thing. We're at the end of this hallway. Another hallway here. Looks like there's some kind of barricade at the end. A bunch of tables and desks all piled up. Can you approach the barricade one? D12 1 and 3 approach barricade. More of the sludge in this room. Kicked on the walls. Found a body. Hang tight, one. Don't move. I'm coming. Four. Oh, <laughs> I'm coming for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm coming for you. He just I, the way I said the first I was like I'm coming for <laughs> <laughs> Sergey moment. D12 Cap enters the room. A visible humanoid body is seen half submerged in the thick black material in the corner. <clears throat> the head and neck are not visible. It's the corrupted milk bath. Josie, mother, <laughs> please. Yep. Any kind of identification? He's got a spot on his belt for a badge, but it's missing. Looks pulled off. Maybe to unlock a door somewhere? Maybe. Go ahead and proceed, Juan. Aye. Uh, Cap, more bodies here. That sludge is all over the back of this barricade. Shit, that one moved. Oh, yeah, that's you. Uh, <laughs> that one moved. There's something else in this pile. Get a light on it. Moving your way, guys. Ah, there. Fuck! Boom! Report, guys. We're getting to you. 
thing crawled out of one of their mouths. Some kind of snake, I think. A lot of teeth. Can't really tell what it is now. Look here. You hit that body. See that? Fuck. It's hollow. D12 cap and D12 fire out at barricade. You see in this command. Affirmative. Alright, watch for that then, I guess. Weapons hard if they aren't already. Aye, aye. Let's head back to the elevator, see if we can't get down to the next level. Is that door... Yeah, I thought, so let's just do that then. Cap, one, three, and four, move back down hallway. Wait a second. Didn't this turn left earlier? Sure fucking did. Where's the elevator? Two, five, you read me? Uh-oh. Silence. <laughs> Here we go. Shut it. Alright, shit. Command, you read us? Sure do, Captain. You gotta read on two and five. Should be about 45 meters to your 12. There's a wall here. Looks like it's always been here. Either hallucinating or the building doing something fucky either way. C can you get a hold of either of them? Wow, an SCP building changing its layout? No one ever could have predicted this back home. Site command attempts to communicate with two and five, neither of whom are responsive. No go. Ah, oh, shit. Let's find a way up and get out of here then. I'm also surprised they didn't do the standard D&D tactic and just take a piece of chalk and draw their path as they went. <laughs> D12 team proceeds down hallway. Notable hallway is much longer than any on any recovered schematic of the site. Got something else on the store. What's that? Says, silence. We trying to check this? That this containment cell is just an office door. This whole floor looks, looks like offices. Well, all right then, get in there. One attempts to open door. It's locked. I can't get it open. Well, knock the door down, man. You hear that? One, two. It sounds like somebody's shushing. Three. One kicks door down. Video records three frames of a naked human with what appears to be fire burning out of its ears, staring fearfully at the door. There's an intense white light and the sound of searing meat. All camera lenses are damaged and become non-functional. All microphones, except for that on D12-3, stop working. What happened? Command? D12 team? Site command attempts to communicate with D12 cap for an additional 30 seconds before realizing that freeze mic is operational. Uh, D12 free, can you hear us? D D12 free? D12 free! This continues for 43 seconds, then the sound of liquid leaking, then pouring, accompanied by the sound of vomit. Large, wet objects can be overheard hitting the floor. A dull, low, approaching sound accompanies this. Mike cuts out suddenly. D12 free? Shit. Oh shit. Hey, sight command. Jesus Christ. What? D12 2, where are you right now? But, wait a minute. How much do you want to bet these guys got wormed? Hmm. Mm, shifty that they're suddenly awake and alive again and have their mics working. By the elevator. We assumed our radios had stopped working down here. We're just waiting for them to get back. The rest of the team's compromised. Hang on, we're trying to establish a link to your video. No need for mm. that. It's probably just interference. Can you send a team down here to get us? No need to link our video. It's probably demonetized. H hang on, <laughs> video coming up. D don't Got it, you... Mounted cameras on both individuals do not show the hallway they've been standing in, but what looks like a large utility room. Boilers are visible in the near distance, and a wall appears to have been caved in. D-12-2 appears to be hanging upside down, facing D-12-5, both of whom are stark, white, and, and unmoving. Their faces are covered in blood that looks to have originated from their mouth, nostrils, and eyes. 
I thought all the cameras already went out, though. Well, they weren't in that group at the time. Oh, I see. A large object is seen moving quickly behind D-12-2, accompanied by the sound of slivering from many different sources. D-12-5 opens his eyes. Two frames later, the video and audio feed cuts out. No additional responses are picked from the D- up from the D-12 team. And see, that feels like the game over screen of the horror movie. <laughs> or game. Alright, so let's close that file. That was a big one. Next mm. we have log 3. So, interesting enough, we have logs 1, 3, 6, and 7 here. So we're clearly missing logs. Mm. So yeah, I guess those I, were interesting enough. Yeah, it's it's a matter of was it interesting enough, or perhaps were they too data or were they too sensitive to be shared? Maybe, maybe. So what do we think so, so far? So far, I'm interested. I wish I had more to comment. I I can't tell if I'm just out of my mojo or if there's just not a lot of things for me to pick at. Um, like it's interesting to read, but I just don't feel like I have much to react to as of now, okay. aside from. You know, a couple of jokes here and there, but I'm interested to see where it goes. Definitely, okay. I'm enraptured. I'm almost not minding how freaking long it is. Almost. All right, this one's only got three people plus site command. So, do you want to be captain site command, and I'll be one and two? So, yes, we're we are at the um, second video log here. Yes. Let's get well, into it. it's technically log three, but it's the second one available to us. Yeah, yeah. So, date blank blank blank. Exploration team, Mobile Task Force Y24, Gulliver's Travelers. Now you gotta say the name all anime. Gulliver's Travelers. Subject SCP-1730. Team lead is Y24 Cap, with team members being one and two. So mercifully less people. And there's a note this time. So, what's the note say? Uh, initial exploration of the main site structure proved too dangerous for an additional attempt without additional resources. The only remaining mobile task force on hand was MTFY-24, a three-man team who was charged with entering the site power station and assessing the damage. Beep. Coming online. Video and audio feed for all three members comes online simultaneously. Ahead of them is the entrance to the 1730 power station. I realize we don't know who we are. <laughs> See, if we, I told you, you're Cap and Site Command, I'll be one and two. Okay. Uh, see, this is where if we were good at editing, we would put like cool sound effects throughout the readings of the log, like damp, like dripping noises in the cave, or like the coming online sound. But we just make them with our mouths because it's easier. Wee wee, the alarm! <laughs> you can hear us. Affirmative. Good. Anything else we should know? Thermal scans read one of the cores is being superheated. Might be on the verge of an explosion. Stay as far away from them as you can. You can use the micro drones if you need to. Don't worry about trying to get them back. Right, okay, good. Let's get on. Oh, micro drones, I love it. Y24 team enters power station. First room appears to be a security station. There's our first problem. Doors are locked. These are pretty solid, too. Is that glass bulletproof? Well, check it. Guess that answers that. Commander, we clear to use explosive in here. Negative. Structure's pretty weak all over. You'll risk caving yourself in. You'll risk hiccuping. So we got lots of snacks here in the command booth. <laughs> You'll oh, have shit. to die for hearing that. There's no other way in. Hang on. We have anybody on site with a level 4 clearance card? One that can override breach lockdowns? Dr. Edwards is with a team over the containment bay. No, no, no. It, it would have to be somebody older. Edwards has only been around, like, what, 10 years? Somebody who has had the clearance for a long time. Stand by. Director Jameson is currently on assignment at Site 65. Uh, that's three hours from here. We won't... No, you've got the right idea. 
Get there to Jameson on the phone command. Ask him what his clearance code was in... When was Site-19 built? 1960. Stand by. Oh, so this is a copy of what 19 was like back in when it well, was first made. No, this is a place Site-13 wasn't made in the end. It was. I know, I know, but it was based on 19. But it's like this weird 13 has never been improved. It would have been what it was in the 60s hmm. if it had been built. Okay. All right, you ready? Go ahead. Beep! Well, I'll be damned. Hello, researcher Jameson. Will you look at that? We'll send the director your regards. Please do. Good work, Juan. Let's get in here. Team enters power station main concourse. Can you see the damaged core? No, they all look fine. Let's switch to the thermal lens. There it is. Are we missing something? That core looks fine. Right. Releasing micro drone command. He releases Activating the micro drone. Self destruct button. <laughs> drone approaches power station cores and begins to circle oh, them. Did you do the we need to get it closer to it, guys? Yeah. Oh, I must have missed it. I'm brain dead. <laughs> no, maybe I didn't, but it was too late now. <laughs> so it approaches the power station cores and begins to circle them. Twelve cores are accounted for, seven of them damaged beyond repair. Three have not been brought up to power, and two are operating at full capacity. One of the two is a superheated core, which aside from its abnormal temperature, shows no other signs of damage. It, it looks fine. Can you get closer to that, Captain? Sure. Y-24 team approaches the superheated core. Temperature readings begin to rise as they grow closer. It's hot enough anyway. What's this shit? It's really thick. Is that sludge? Some kind of waste? It's uh, really thick, like my friend Darnell. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Try and avoid Darnell, team. Captain, can you get a vial of it on the microdrone and send it back out the way you came? Yeah, hang on. Two, grab one of... Yeah, yeah, you got it. Samples on the way, command. Thanks. Be careful, guys. Try and get around to the other side of it. I'm over here! Nothing looks... Ah, fuck. Look. Jesus. Y24-1 camera shows no fewer than ten human bodies bound to the side of the superheated core with wire. All the bodies appear similarly to the bodies found by the D12 team. Stark white, blood leaking from all orifices, non-responsive. I wonder if these worm things are also responsible for having created this weird thing that wasn't supposed to exist. Uh, something written underneath them. Is that blood? What happened to Site 14? These lines don't run to the main structure. See here? They're running below us. Any kind of identifier? Uh, let me see. Yeah, they're all labeled Body Pit. They run straight into the ground over there. Well, looks like we're going below then. Command, you copy all that? We do, just received your sample back as well. Gonna get a report on that in just a few minutes. Alright, good, let's get down there. How much do you want to bet, like, right when they're about to be in danger, he's like, we just got the sample, get out of there, and then they're it's gonna get attacked. Peanut. <laughs> There's a stairwell over here. The team approaches the stairwell and begins to descend, but Dr. Tadmini is in there. Hmm, hello. Please continue the test. <laughs> You cannot escape Site 13. Lighting is absent in the stairwell, and all team members switch on their shoulder lights. These doors Wait, this are... was supposed to be like Site 13, right? Do you think this is the copy of the Probably stairwell? Probably not, because the stairwell was like in a college somewhere, if I remember right. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> These doors are all hard-locked. The team ascends to the bottom of the stairwell. The door there is open. At least they're not soft-locked. Then you wouldn't be able to play the video game. Uh, this has been pried open. Looks like somebody was trying to get out? Not in. Something else written on the wall here. 
Fuck SCP. Me reading Josie the Half-Cat. <laughs> That's polite. Team enters the doorway. You smell that? Oh, fuck, yeah. That's disgusting. What is it? Why is everyone on the other end of this hall? I'd imagine. Watch the blown hay radiator here, guys. Team, take note a... that we... Maybe it is Peanut, because he has feces all over his cage. <laughs> Team, take note that we are losing video feeds. Something's interfering with our signal here. Roger that. We... Audio feed cuts out. Positioning system stays active for a few more moments as site command attempts to reconnect with Y24 team. Intermittent communications are received for additional 15 minutes. Wow, these guys cut out more than us when we try to record a gaming video. <laughs> <laughs> Just all the time. Some of these are human. That same... It's all over the inside. That black shit smells like iron. Something crawled out. Look! Do you hear? We need to get... There's a light over there. Can you see it? Hello? Are you okay? Do you need help? We can... Audio cuts completely. Recovery efforts are halted. Moment communications are received from the Y24 team for an additional 24 hours, after which the team is determined to be lost. Sample that was returned with the microdrone is revealed to be blood and power core residual runoff, mixed with some kind of additional biological matter. Study into the substance is ongoing. I know it's Y24, but my stupid dumb-dumb brain keeps thinking Y2K. I was thinking that as well. <laughs> After one week, Y24-1's video feed becomes active again for 13 seconds. No audio is transmitted, and the video shows a group of humans standing around and looking down at a table. The council! One of the humans turns to look at the camera, and the video cuts. No additional communications are received from the team at any point afterwards. Do you think he was trying to take a group picture because he got everyone gathered I around the table? I found some friends! <laughs> Guys, let's take a picture together! Oh, broke again. Alright, this next one's log six, and this is the third of... Jesus, so many logs. Holy shit. Don't worry about it, don't worry. Don't don't wait for just <laughs> the journey. This is like that this is the Hamilton song Cactus, how do you write like you're running out of time? <laughs> right, so uh, I'm gonna popcorn this one to you. <laughs> Alright, oh good, great <clears throat> Initial exploration video log transcript. Date blank blank blank. Exploration team, mobile access drone. Subject seventeen thirty, there's no team because it's a drone. Uh, notes. While waiting for additional resources to arrive at 17.30, an unmanned, ground-based drone was launched into the main site complex, through the same door that the D-12 team had entered. The planned goal of the mission was to investigate lower floors and attempt to recover information excuse me, relating to the origins of SCP-1730. Begin log. Drone approaches main office building and enters through front door. A moment is spent observing the writing on the walls in the interior lobby before moving across to the service elevator. Drone enters elevator and turns to floor selection. There are selections for five floors above the ground level and 15 below. Drone moves to select B15 level. Elevator begins to descend. After seven floors, elevator suddenly stops. After a few moments of time, it is determined this is due to an intermittent power failure. Drone uses suitable utility to open the forward-facing elevator door. The open elevator shaft is visible, and the drone is unable to determine the depth of the shaft. Yeah, I know that. Using its winch, the <laughs> The drone descends below the stopped elevator to the first available floor. I am literally 12 years old. After prying open the door, the drone swings into the opening and retracts the winch. A sign on the wall just inside the doorway indicates that this is the 8th basement level and that it's a Euclid-class containment wing. Lights on this floor remain dark. The drone is instructed to move down the main hallway and look for a suitable area to descend to the next floor. Drone moves towards a side hallway and is instructed to explore down it. It is noted that a number of messages are written on the walls, including don't look at the walls and kill the quiet ones. 
after inspecting a number of rooms and finding them to only be empty offices, the drone returns to the main hallway. Drone ceases movement upon seeing a large, vaguely humanoid entity standing near the end of the hallway. See exploration file drone 139-.jpg. That's a nice This entity there. appears... Yeah, oh, sorry. Uh, for those of you who can't see, it's like a, it's just a green hallway with lockers and an ominous double door that looks like it's What's made it? out of aluminum. Humanoid figure. Oh, I don't see it in there. He's there. Where? He's wearing a big hat. No, that's just a box. That's, no, that's him. Is it? it is, Maybe. Yeah. Is it just supposed to be Pyramid Head from Silent Hill? It does not a pyramid. He's got a hat on. Look. No, no, I, but there's no face, and the rest of him is just a, another triangle, but long. Mm, that's him. Trunkle there's man. no way to describe this tan. It's just going to have to edit the photo into the video yeah, because well. it's weird. Uh, this entity appears to glide slowly down the hallway, seemingly not noticing the drone. After it passes, the drone is instructed to follow the entity. Entity enters a maintenance closet near the end of the initial hallway. Drone observes as Entity extends a long arm from beneath its outer layer and touches the floor. Upon further observation, the Entity is noted to have picked up some of the thick, dark material previously identified as blood and power station runoff, with what is identified as its primary finger appendage. My little entity finger. Then begins... hmm. Oopsie. Entity then begins to make slow movements towards the wall behind it. This is obscured from the drone's view. The entity ceases movement and then slowly turns to leave the room. The drone is instructed to move towards the wall and take note of any changes. It is noted that the entity left behind a number of unique symbols, such as Cognito Hazard Expunged. The drone takes several flash photographs of these symbols and transmits them back to site. Wait, no! And then we see a picture of, like, a, the upside-down room, and they tell, tell us that the Cognito Hazard's been expunged from it. You can see there's, like, a black-and-white, mm. like, static thing where I assume it was. Drone is then instructed to continue to follow the large entity. However, the entity has disappeared from the hallway. It is noted that the, the entity left no apparent footprints, even in the thick material covering parts of the floor. Drone is instructed to continue on regardless. Drone reaches what appears to be a series of several containment cells. The first cell is open. A placard on the side of the door reads, Entity 324, scheduled for termination 12-13-1975. So that's interesting because they already label it differently than the SCP we know. Hmm. The drone enters the doorway, and perhaps that reflects maybe they used to refer to SCPs as entities back in the 60s or 70s. Uh, The drone enters the doorway and observes a spacious containment cell. Thick rubber padding is all along the walls. The drone notices a human form in the center of the room, covered in the thick, dark... Is that you, Tanhony? You're in my den. Tanhony, I'm just a drone. Please don't do anything to me. As the drone approaches the form, small sparks fire from its fingertips towards the drone. Tan, no! Leave the drone me. takes several photographs, then leaves. The next three cells are all empty with no placards. The fourth cell is closed, and its placard is smashed. The drone is instructed to attempt to open the door with its cutting torture. After a few moments, it is able to do so. The drone enters the room. In the corner of the room is the emaciated body of a human female, roughly aged at about 34 years. The body shows no signs of life. A chain is seen around the neck, descending into the shirt. Notable is the lack of sludge within the cell, possible as a result of the inhabitant... I assume that was supposed to be possibly. Closing the door and locking it from the interior. The drone searches the corpse for an identification badge and finds one. The name reads Jack Bright. Isn't that one of those famous yeah, doctors I Dr. don't know Bright yet? Jack is the immortal guy. Who, like, yeah, we still pops. haven't covered, really. Hmm. He, he's only come up in 682 as far as like us reading him extensively. And I think that was on stream. Uh, drone is then instructed to search the neck chain, but the chain is discovered to be broken. The drone then leaves the room. The drone traverses a short way until it finds a stairwell. The drone descends to the next floor. 
A sign by the doorway reads, Fifth floor. The drone turns to be the stairwell it had previously descended from, but finds it non-existent. After some short discussion at site command, the drone is instructed to enter the doorway. The drone enters into a large, spacious office floor lit by sunlight. Several terminals are nearby, though all of them have been destroyed. The drone... You know what's funny? Mm -hmm. Josie the Half-Cat is shorter than a single log from this SCP. <laughs> like, and I bet... How many upvotes does this have? I have to check now. It has... Okay, it has more than Josie. Thank goodness. Uh, the drone... Where, where was I at? The drone enters into a large, spacious office floor lit by sunlight. Several terminals are nearby, though all of them have been destroyed. The drone attempts... Approaches the least damaged terminal and attempts to power it on. The terminal does not power on, though. Whether this is due to a power outage or damage to the machine is unknown. The drone maneuvers across the room. Papers litter the floor, and many look to have been burned or shredded. The drone reaches a terminal labeled M. Hadley, which appears mostly undamaged and attempts to power it on. The terminal powers on, and the drone then attempts to connect with the computer. The computer is running the same foundation-based system as... Wait a minute. Is this perhaps a, a building from an alternate timeline? Just randomly popped into my head. Hmm. The computer's running the same foundation-based system as the current model, albeit a number of generations older. The drone is instructed to transmit every file it's capable of accessing to Site Command. The drone begins to do this. At this point in the operation, Site Command lost contact with the drone. Several members of the operation team suddenly showed symptoms of some kind of anomalous influence, growing silent and beginning to burn from their ears. After the onset of symptoms, any sound would trigger what appeared to be a silent explosion that shook Site Command and destroyed most of its communicative equipment. It was later discovered that the only individuals influenced by this were those who had viewed the symbols created by the large entity in the basement storage closet. Further examination by Foundation Cognito Hazard Specialists and Screening Technology ascertained that the symbols themselves were sort of a pyroclastic cognito hazard. What's pyroclastic mean? Fiery. I don't believe you, but it pyro does have pyro. Fire. What do you mean? I know, but what's clastic mean? It means bots, I guess, <laughs> from your uh, logic. <laughs> Any individual becoming aware of the symbols would inevitably succumb to the effects of the hazard, making any additional exploration of the site hazardous. I'm going to look up pyroclastic. This is bother bothering me. Pyroclastic is a fast-moving current of hot gas. So not fire, it's hot gas. Hmm. So I was right. Um, any individual becoming aware of the blah, 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 blah. Any individual becoming aware of the symbols would inevitably succumb to the effects of the hazard, making any additional exploration of the site hazardous. The drone was left unattended for several days thereafter, though it did complete its task of transmitting the terminal contents. The contents excuse me, of this search can be accessed in addendum 1730.5. Attempts to reconnect with the drone were unsuccessful, and drone surveillance of the site from outside of the building showed that all the floors above ground level in the primary structure were entirely empty. The drone was not located. Imagine doing Not all even this after... shit for SCP and they just leave you in there. Yeah. I wonder if they even located them after neutralization. Oh god, this is another team one, so I have to talk too. Okay. Next solo article is all yours, though. I'm wearing yeah. down. Yeah, sure. Next ep next article this episode, I'll do. Oh, hey, look. This one's Mole Rats. Yeah. Exploration team. Mobile Task Z9 Mole Rats. Team... We have Mole Rats back. Team lead Z9 Cap. Team members 1, 2, 3, 4, and Soup Soup. How about you be 4, SUP, CAP, and Site Command, and I'll be 1, 2, 3. Okay. 4, SUP, and CAP, and Site Command. Yes. Okay. Just all you have to do is think you're not the first three. Okay. And I think that's not the first three. Due to high casualties sustained by previous exploration attempts, it was decided that a team experienced an exploration of anomalous structures would be called in to continue operations at SCP-1730. To that end, MCF-Z9, Mole Rats, was assigned to SCP-1730. The team consisted of one of five exploration members 
and wants a port member who would stay at site command and monitor fluctuations in local reality. Beep! We're online. Let us know when you've got a link support. Coming up now, I'm loading your displays with what should be a pretty accurate map of what you should see in there, but... Don't bet on it, right? Like always. It's fully possible there's a type green in there, alongside the other nasties. What's type green again? It's like a reality bender. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the fifth bending from Avatar. <laughs> Water. Earth. Fire. Reality? Air. Oh. <laughs> it goes to me. <laughs> like, move my hands about. Reality? And then it's just you with, like, the give me emoji hands coming into the screen. Alright, Command, uh, what's the worst of it? There's at least one cognito-hazardous entity writing hazards on the walls. Your display should be able to filter out any and all messages written on the walls so we don't take any chances. As for the rest, Isn't, can... isn't that what, what's the, what the fuck was the Shy Guy Doctor's name? Dr. Dan? Isn't that what he thought, too? <laughs> <laughs> As for the rest, it's a containment site. Scramble is a genius program that will totally protect you from the hazard. Awesome! There you have it, guys. Load up. Let's get in there. Oh, you're a woman, because <laughs> I say, yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's what she sounds like. Woman. Z9 team enters the main structure, but search the upper floors first. As observed by the flying drones, the floors are empty. There's no sign of the previous exploration drone. We're clean here. How are we looking, support? Holding steady, Captain. Nothing out of the ordinary. Tell Four he needs to adjust his channel frequency. I'm having trouble connecting to that module. Will do. Four, check your frequency. You're falling out. Team descends he's to a, main... He's a fallout boy. He's a fall guy. He's a fall guy. Team descends to main level. After ascertaining the functionality of the hazard blocking displays, the team moves forward, moves towards a descending stairwell instead of the service elevator. Going down now, starting to see some of that sludge. Any idea where it comes from? Part of the mixture is power station runoff, but it's mostly uh, blood and some other biological residue, like pus. As for oh, where that's it... a piss at first. Like peace. As for where it comes from, your guess is as good as ours. Guess that's what we're here to find out. That's the one. This stuff doesn't stink like you'd think it would. It just smells like pennies. Again, bread that is penis. I'm literally twelve. Tying up all, we're going into the dark. Team, team descends several levels until they reach the sixth basement level, marked as a Euclid containment wing. Cap motions to enter the floor. A lot of bodies in here, Cap. I see them. Not all human, are they? Nope. They've got all that look to them, though, from the briefing. Blood on their faces. Stay alert, guys. Copy that. Let's keep moving. Team moves forward for a short time, investigating the mostly empty floor. Suddenly, a rumbling is heard. All team members stop and wait for the noise to end. There's a crash, and Z94 shouts. <gasps> so what was that? Came from below you. Notice any structural damage? Sure fucking did. Floor collapsed under Randall. He's down below us. I can see him. Four, you read me? Yeah, Cap. I'm, I'm alright, but my leg is pretty fucked. I don't know if I can get up. Suck it up, bitch. Alright, stay there. We're coming to get down to you. Pray you stay here with Randall. One, two, move with me. Let's find her the stairwell down. Captain, something fluctuating below you? You copy? Z9 Cap does not respond. Site Command <laughs> also attempts to communicate with Z9 team and fails to do so. Communications continue to be transmitted from the team. 
Where are they? Should be on their way. Any way you can get down here? Without breaking my legs. You sure? I think I can hear something down here. <laughs> I can't hear anything. It's probably just the pipes. Fucking pipes. And then it links to an, Very a tra- old, another uh, transcript. Very old tale, I'm pretty sure. Oh. So, from Z9 Force perspective, the floor is shrouded in darkness beyond four meters. The only illumination is coming from the floor above. No, it's definitely something. It's... Fuck, Brett, it's slivering. There's something down here. Hang on. I guess he's Australian. Hang on, mate. Cap, you read me? Cap, one, two, anybody? Gosh darn it. Brett, shit, it's right here. I can hear it. Get the fuck away from me, you slimy asshole. Bang, bang. I said, get the fuck back. Don't shoot it. Don't shoot anything, Ronald. You'll... <laughs> can, you, can you not feel like panicked and Australian? <laughs> I don't know how to do it. I only know one Australian dialect. <laughs> it's the normal. <laughs> Hang on, let me try again. Randall J. Wait, no. Hold on, where was I? Randall don't Jesus. shoot anything, Randall. You'll. Z94 cries out. Freeze camera observes what appears to be a black leech like creature, approximately the length and width of an adult human arm, moving slowly towards 4. 4 continues to fire wildly, causing 3 to run behind the opening in the floor for cover. Suddenly the gunfire stops and Free looks back over the edge. Oi, Randall! Jesus fuck, I... The creature has now entered Thor's open mouth and is moving slowly down his throat. Slow. Thor's mic picks up muffled cries and a low grounding, grinding noise like chewing. Free aims his weapon at the creature and fires, missing it when Thor twitches. Free fires again, striking Thor in the arm. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, Captain, permission to fire on Randall! No response. Oh, gosh darn it, Captain! Permission to fire on four? No response. Oh, fuck, fuck, Randall, I'm... Whoa! C-9-3 raises weapon and fires at four. There's another rumble, and the ground beneath three gives way. Three falls onto the concrete below and is crushed by additional falling debris. Three's camera and microphone disconnect. Four's microphone continues to pick up Z-9-4, choking and vomiting for an additional five minutes, after which four grows silent. Another leech creature emerges from his mouth and disappears. Four stands and picks up three's weapon. Four's camera disconnects. At this point, Z9 team was in full disconnect. Two members were assumed killed in action, while the other three were not accounted for. After three hours of non-communication, Site Command contacted Overwatch Command to request a full stop to all explorative efforts into SCP-1730. While waiting for a response, one's microphone came back online. You didn't look, did you? Yeah, me neither. Cap? It was over there, against that wall. Is it not there anymore? I can get it open. You need fucking bullets. I think they're gone, yeah, but I don't want to wait around for... Lower? What floor are we on right now, anyway? I thought there were only supposed to be 15. Fuck. All right. Four's camera suddenly comes online, showing a massive room, dimly lit by many small flames. I'm so glad I chose to be one. (laughs) Further observation of the footage shows that the small flames all originate from the ears of many humanoids, standing quietly around the walls. In the uh, excuse me, in the center pit is a large creature that appears to be covered in many smaller creatures. It is barely distinguishable in the low lighting. Several large pipes over the creature have been cut and are draining in, onto the center of the room. The camera cuts out. What happened to Site 13? This is like the fifth time it was implied he was reading that off a wall. Yeah. I don't fucking know. How am I? Right. Wait. Yeah, this is just a phone call now. <laughs> yeah, I do too. It's coming from over there. This shit's everywhere. Fuck, look. Open that door. Shh. 
I shh, shh, stay quiet. We need to get back upstairs. Hey, who's that? Z91's mic disconnects. He met me. With, with the entire team once again unresponsive, Site Command ordered an emergency termination of all explorative efforts into 1730 while waiting for confirmation from the O5 Council. They were too busy deciding whether Cassie was allowed to have blue jeans. Four hours pass with no response before Cap's camera begins transmitting. Microphone comes online shortly after. Cap is standing in a very tall room, looking at some kind of large and intricate machine. She approaches the machine slowly before settling over some kind of input console with a black backlit screen. Cap wipes the dust off of a label just above the screen. The word thresher is clearly visible. That's something we heard about in the containment procedures, Yeah, it's I mentioned believe. a few times. Cap's hands hover over the keyboard of the console. Another distant sound can be heard over the microphone, later identified as footsteps. Cap turns quickly to face the darkness behind her. As she turns, her shoulder-mounted light strikes something on the machine behind her and goes out. The footsteps grow closer. Cap begins to breathe heavily and starts running through the dark. She trips and falls, and the noises begin to close in. No, fuck you, get. Cap's camera disconnects. No additional transmissions are received from the Z9 team. No. We finally got through all the exploration logs, and we're already almost at an hour. So there will definitely be a part two to this. <laughs> oh, Tan, I see why you claim the next article is stupid short. <clears throat> Dr. Hadley, as you can see, the power output to the fresher device has been adjusted to your specifications. At your command, the reactors will surge to the full 55 gigawatts required to activate the device. Like I mentioned in our previous correspondence, the reactors will likely not survive this kind of power surge. The core dedicates the body pit might, given its reinforced construction, but there will likely be significant damage to all the rest. Additionally, and you'll forgive me for not for speaking out of place since I'm not assigned to the fresher device, but the device is still wildly unstable. The tests have been encouraging on smaller subjects, and it might someday be an applicable piece of technology, but at this moment it is only considered a measure for very final attempts. Utilization of the device could make local reality unstable here, as well as wherever the device ends up. In other words, I hope you know what you're doing. Best of luck, Engineer 242. Alright, then we have some collected data logs, some audio transmissions. How much farther do we want to go before we stop? I feel like we're going to get to the end of these data logs. Alright, finish the data logs? Okay, these are pretty short. We'll go back and forth on them. Okay. Dear Dr. Hadley, 340, we have received your communication. and Thank you for... Am I doing your voice right? No, it's a different person. Oh, sorry. Dear Dr. Hadley, 340, we have received your communication, and thank you for taking the time to contact us. We have considered your request, but at this time we cannot approve any transfers. If you're at Site 13, you are there because of your superb level of professionalism and aptitude in your profession, and we cannot afford to have you anywhere else. You may speak to your site pharmacist about an amnestic regimen if you like, but we will not allow you to transfer from Site 13. As for your concerns about Director Emerson's mortuary protocol, we understand your complaints. However, you must understand that anomalies, especially those classified as humanoid, are not human beings. Human beings fall into a very specific category of non-anomalous life forms. Humanoid anomalies may appear... Well, that seems wrong, because there are like several anomalies that are just humans affected. Uh, humanoid anomalies may appear to be human, but are simply humanoid. As such, they are not entitled to the rights and privileges afforded to human beings by the Ethics Committee. You are allowed to break the Geneva Convention in terms of dealing with them. 
Our job as researchers is to identify where anomalies come from, and then to identify how to best utilize those anomalies for the benefit of mankind. We are protectors, and we cannot protect unless we know everything there is to know about the threat at hand. Once we have learned what we can learn, we neutralize the threat. If you have any other questions, please do not hesitate to contact our officers. Sincerely, Peter Grenwald, SCP Foundation Ethics Committee Chair, Global Occult Coalition Ethics Board Head. Ooh. Next one's a That's test strange, log for you. isn't it? It is. Wait, what is? Well, what <laughs> is look at his jobs. <laughs> yeah, he's both, right? Yeah. That seems very suspicious. That seems like a conflict of interest. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to stall while I see which Roman numeral this is. Oh my god, it's eight. Yeah. I okay, knew that, dude, I tested so you. So I's are ones, V's are fives, and when it's before the number you subtract, when it's after you add. I wasn't listening. Test lock, entity 3421. Administrator, Dr. 1343. Test purpose, to identify class eight, ent eight entity's ability to bend reality while exposed to dangerous conditions and to Scranton Mollius inhibitor device. Hey, Scranton. Scranton, what is this, the office? Do you don't remember Scranton? The reality What's anchors. Scranton? Oh, I was thinking of the office because that's where the paper company yeah. is. So use of SCP um, blank to reanimate entity between tests. Test one, exposure to temperature, minus 35 degrees Celsius. Results, entity loses energy, becomes less hostile. Extended exposure results in low external temperature and decay of skin layer. Entity expires after one hour of sustained exposure. Test two, exposure to temperature, 150 degrees. Results, entity quickly succumbs to heat stroke. Body shows signs of burning across all surfaces. Organ damage as a result of extreme temperature. Entity unable to change reality to save itself. Test 5. Submerge in water. Result: Data not found. You know what's funny? Hmm? I know this is obviously like way more professional, but this reads like the logs you made in that like joke SCP article about like the, the blobs. That would like put it in water, put it in the hot room, put it in the cold room. Hmm. <laughs> it reads exactly like that. So, notes. Water seems to interfere with Scranton Mollius device. Test 13. Exposure to electricity. Result: Entity unable to save itself. Body no longer salvageable. Entity moved to body pit for incineration. Alright, so I guess the next one's on me. Oh, nice. It's, it's like a lottery to see how long it is. <laughs> to Engineer 242 from Engineer 129. Oh, they're playing Team Fortress. Subject, control of hazardous toxins in reactor core. We're having some trouble controlling the waste back up in the pit. The runoff is supposed to be piped off-site, but it keeps getting sucked back up the air intake to, into the reactor. This stuff is seriously toxic. I don't want to send any of my guys in there to clean it up. Either we shut off the reactor long enough to go down there and clean it up by hand, or we're going to have a pretty serious issue here in a while. Access. Uh, then there's a termination log next, so data not found. Summary of events. Entity showed unwillingness to submit to further testing, and as such was swiftly terminated by way of electrocution. So these are, this is all data collected from 1730, right? Yeah, these are blogs. So it's interesting, they call the SCPs entities and the doctors are the ones that are numbered. Mm. I so. mean, entities are too, but... Just very and as such was swiftly terminated by way of electrocution. Entity moved to body pit for incineration. Noting here that additional orders have come in from Director Emerson requesting a full-scale termination of the entire humanoid wing. These will be processed at your convenience and we can begin to empty out those floors. Sincerely, Dr. 790. Obviously this SCP is a lot larger in scope and has a lot more than just that, but specifically the collected data log, I know I already said it, but the more I read this, it does read, it's the same as like the one you did and that it's like an alternate SCP organization that's like mimicking what scp does which further makes me believe in the alternate reality theory 
Um, but who knows? So next we have uh, file. I'm not going to read that. It's a file log. Oh, no, Cognito hazard. Ex- Cognito hazard expunged has shown some tenacity, but will soon break under the mental pressure applied to it by the orators. I assume that's like their O5. This is not uncommon. Many entities arrived, arriving for their initial inspection will resist exposure to treatment in some way, but it cannot be sustained for the duration of their time here. And it does have a particularly interesting effect on Cognito Hazard Expunged, which leads me to believe that we would we could repurpose that aspect of the entity by removing the face, neck, upper chest area, and arms, applying it to a Mark Seven using the Cognito Hazard Expunged. I will send this notice to Doctor Eight Seven Four Post Haste and move forward with this project. Sincerely, Doctor Four Twenty. It's actually Seven Twenty, but this is like War Crime Central. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Jeez, this that... is this is the War Crime version of your little cute clone SCP. To Dr. Hadley, from Engineer 242. They okay, took they were from another one. They took your blood crust out, leached boy down to the pit today, and made sure to alter his termination termination record accordingly and make sure the output is still blocked up. I, I don't know what you got planned for him, but that pit's, pit's pretty noxious now. It's so it sounds like th- these leeches started because they started slipping them in dead people to basically get free labor. Oh, good, the long one. Where, uh, director, I, I didn't get that. Where did you get that from? Uh, what do you mean? The one the I'm reading labor? or my comment? The free labor. Hadley... What? Oh, pretty... because because it says, I don't know what you've got planned, but that print's pretty noxious. It's not going to be good. And they were like, I don't want to send any of my boys into the pit. So I assume they put the leech boy down in the thing to clean it up because they didn't want to send any of their alive people, remember? Right, okay. That's what I assumed. Sorry. Hmm. I just thought that. I, I might be wrong about that, but that's what it read like to me. Because like, they were like, I don't want to send any of my guys down. It's too noxious. So they're like, oh, we'll put the leech boy down there. And they mentioned altering the termination record, which make, also implies that he was dead before. So that's why I assumed, oh, but the dead guy who was dead, bring him back and throw him down there to clean it up. And then I assumed something happened with the bodies down in that reactor, and that caused the problems. That's that's That was my thought process. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, he just freed me for a loop, though. <laughs> uh, and then I got this long one. Yeah. Director Emerson, before we get started, let me just say that the number thing was always bullshit. If you want to properly dehumanize your researchers, you put them in cubicles. The numbers were a joke from the beginning. If you're reading this, then you're left with a decision. What did you think was going to happen? Throwing the bodies of anomalies into that pit. Hey, I was right! Fuck you! Did you think that their being alive made them anomalous? Hell, being alive is the least anomalous part of our humanity. I thought you might have seen that, but then things have changed. Oh, so maybe he thought he was just turning them into SCPs, so they didn't deserve rights. Because remember, earlier it was like, humanoid SCPs don't have rights, right? Well, the body pits where they're incinerating the SCPs. Right. Hmm. And um, they were like, SCPs don't have rights. So he thought when he made a human into an SCP that it no longer got rights so they could just commit war crimes on them. Did you think that their being alive made them anomalous? Help. Oh, right. I thought you might have seen that, but then things have changed. The containment breach was my fault. I won't lie to you. In my research, I had the pleasure of analyzing a young boy. His name was Elijah. He subsisted only on blood, and he could siphon it through others with his mouth, right through their skin, like a leech. He had no mental capacity beyond two years, and yet he deserved the same chance to live as the rest of us. He did not choose to be the way he was. Then you decided to have him burn, like the rest of them. So I modified his record. Fires of your pit won't have incinerated him, just agitated him. And that sludge that's been building up? I'm glad you cared to get it cleaned up. I'm sure you're glad, too. Pretty awful down there. Anyway, your decision. The containment breach was inevitable, and whether it was something that crawled out of the pit that did it or my hand on a button makes no difference. You have a choice to make. Either stay your course and certainly be devoured by the creatures you've been torturing for the last 15 years, or activate the Thresher device and hope it dumps you out in a more hospitable reality than your own. So this was from another reality or timeline. Yeah. Tan, I am on fire today. 
All right. I know you're probably telling me I'm wrong, but I don't know. It's all connecting for me so far. Well, so yeah, just let me have my momentary happy. Yeah, not What? Yeah, I said yeah. Oh, nice. Either way, our world will be rid of you and your filth, and we will be better for it. This is your death camp, Elliot. You made your bed, and now you get to die in it. Wow, that's a fucking awesome that's, line. That's raw. <laughs> Sincerely, Hadley. P.S. Amazing how much can change in just a few years, isn't it? All because you were chasing a promotion. Incredible. I hope it was worth it. This, this honestly, I know this is obscure D and D tan, but this really reminds me of like one of Bird's old friends, like writing him a letter. It's like, <laughs> I hope you're happy with all you've done. Oh yeah, and if you decide you want to talk this out, I'll be down in the basement with Elijah. I've got a nice warm spot for him to get set up when he arrives. You've made sure there will be plenty of blood. Okay. And then are we going to end it With there, you said? The next one, I think, will be a good ending point for this episode. So uh, what's the last one? So it's a received audio transmission. For the, okay. the following audio transmission was picked up on monitoring equipment on the morning of February 1st, 2016. The transmission, both speech and encrypted signal that followed, has been repeated on the, repeating on a continuous loop since it was first detected. To detect it, the contents of the transmission are accessible <laughs> below. Alright, are you going to play it or read it? Uh, let's play it. Let's play it. Some work put into it. All right. Well, let's both play it at the same time so we have that same reaction. Right. So three, two, two one, one go. go. Hello. Hi. My name is Dr. Muhammad Scott, and I am a researcher within the SCP Foundation's Site 13 Temporal Studies Division. Myself and my team were abandoned within Site 13 during a recent catastrophic event the full details of which we do not know. We are currently surrounded by hostile entities and other hazardous anomalies. Of the original 30 members of my team, only 12 remain. Do you think Cactus like hires Many people on Fiverr to do this or something? Channel, we are asking for Nice. Our supplies are dangerously low, as is our ammunition. Without aid, it is unlikely that we will last more than another month. Following this message will be an encrypted, adjusted VMS transmission, decipherable by standard 1980s Foundation technology. The information within that transmission will contain our location as well as we can describe it. The transmission is wired by Deadman's switch to myself and will be played on a continuous loop until such time that I die. Please help us. Thank you. Well, it's weird that the static clicked off at the end yeah. before he was done talking. My name is Dr. Oops. And there's encrypted information and end transmission. Yeah, so that's our little cliffhanger. There are people still down there. <laughs> and we still got another at least eight, I think, no, six, nine, another ten files to read, not counting the links that I don't think yeah. we're going to go over, like foundation. Okay. That'll be so, so what do you think yeah, so far? And if it, I like it a lot. I wish I had more to comment on outside my own theories that so far seem to be going pretty tight. Um, I know we haven't finished yet, but I'm going to toss it an upvote because, as always, Cactus, just spectacular work. Great presentation. Going the extra mile with pictures and audio really adds to the experience that a lot of XP SCPs don't have. Like, um, and, I'm, and I'm not saying this to, like, shit on you, even jokingly, Tan, but, for example, uh, people are like, Tan pumps out a lot of SCPs, but most of his are, you know, plain text, maybe an image. Whereas, um, I don't know if Cactus puts out as many, but like these are like really to the extreme. Uh, it really helps you get immersed in the universe, and I enjoy it a lot. I'm not going to read it, because we're not done yet, but so far, I really like it. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's some, some shade from my way by a great. <laughs> I, 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 I told you, I know I'm not trying to even do the equivalent of no offense. I mean, I'm not trying to throw Full shade. Offense. I was just trying to use an example. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, speaking of cactus, hopefully uh, that whole co-signing the loan thing won't be a problem, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely not. Okay, cool. Bye. Oh, oh, wait, oh wait, wait. Do you oh, have anything to plug? Right, sorry, we're not <laughs> Ignore that bye. Wow, he's so eager. To... Sorry, what's your Tanhony zone? Do so you have to plug um, your stuff? Plug zone. Bebebe, we're falling fast motion. Ah! Uh, space. Okay, exit plug zone. Oh, I forgot to do the jingle. Let's go back. Plug zone. Uh, that's all. I've got nothing else to say. All right. Stay and I'm sure part Tan two. will plug the Raw Road link in the description. Or, of course, we're planning to try and release audio versions of, of the videos as they come out on Royal Road. So feel free to take a look at those videos. We hope you enjoy and are having a great day. Take care, you know everybody. I'm going to go to the grin. I hope you don't enjoy. All right. Well, I hope you hated this fucking video. And, and do you know why? Do you know why I hope that you didn't enjoy the experience? Because you don't deserve it. Alright, well, he's just wrong. I'm going so to kill you. you. I'm on my way. Yeah. Bye! Bye! Well, I'm not saying bye, because I'll see you soon. <laughs>